Great pass from Diamantidis. The lob is done! There we go, 40 minutes to a title. David Blue to three. On the mark, David Blue! Wow. Now Spinelli's driving inside. Look for the alley! EuroLeague Sweet 16, exactly what you need. As ever, we are up on SoundCloud and we are, of course, uh, on wherever you get good podcasts. So be sure to search for EuroLeague Sweet 16 to subscribe and get the episodes as soon as they drop. Hello and welcome to EuroLeague Sweet 16, the place where amazing happens. I'm Moshe Barta from Team Scout and with me, as usual, the lovely Mr. David Hine. Dave, how are you doing? Wow, the lovely. Yes. Yeah. Can't uh, can't say anything bad about that introduction, eh? Well, I I can do it better next time. I'll give you that. Hey, uh, do you hear about the new movie? Which one? Friday the Fourth, Nightmare in Euroleague Land. <laughs> yes, I've heard some rumors, but I don't I, like honestly the rumors of who they're about to cast for that movie. Just you know, make sure you're not a leading man. <laughs> Make sure you don't have a big leading role, right? I mean, it depends. It depends who you are. Whether it's like you know, you're you, you want the, the movie to go first in 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 Countess or especially if you're at home. In oh, no, wait, no, no, Berlin. Berlin was on the road. Oh, I messed that up. Ah, it's going so well. So yeah, so well. But you know what? Hold that thought. Hold that exact thought and that glass of beer that you, that you know you promised me, uh, because it is time to go to that. Uh, well, you know. It is called the most inaccurate segment of sports entertainment today. It is the time for the four-minute warning. Four minutes to get through all the action that just happened in EuroLeague. It's the four-minute warning. And the reason we're doing this so fast today is because, well, you know, this episode will go up almost directly after we finish recording because there is a game. Yeah, we are recording this on, uh, well, it's Wednesday afternoon. So, they've... We we've checked, you know, we've we've crunched the numbers, we did our due diligence, we checked the home games, and it has been decided. It has been decided that this week it was a five-four week. So it wasn't, you know, it, it's what a do you split mean five, decision. Four? What do you mean by like four? Five four for the home teams. Ah, okay. Oh yeah. So by split oh, yeah. decision, home wins, just like in Vegas, only there. It's a majority. <laughs> it's a majority decision. It's like it's unanimous, not not even majority. So we had five home teams getting the win. Perhaps, perhaps the most special one. By the way, there was drama like all over the place. The most special mm-hmm. one was Chagres pulling off, uh, you know, come from behind comeback, but not just any run of the mill come from behind comeback. It was they were like minus twenty and they got the win. Now, how about that? To be honest, that's the biggest shock of, of the of the other of all of them of all three on Friday. Um, just the the way Elba has been playing, and I I you know I, I saw that it was twenty, and I, I was kind of I I was focusing on another game anyhow, and I didn't. And then I looked, then I looked, and it was like tied with a couple of minutes left, and like what happened? Uh, but you know the other ones, you know, I mean. Shocking? No. Uh, I mean, Valencia. Valencia is starting to. Valencia is starting to really grow on me more and more. Um, actually, I think probably since Penaroy has left. Um, 
for some reason I'm, I'm not a big fan of Peroya, even though uh, I am a fan of Basconia, which is which is kind of weird. But it's uh, I don't think it's necessarily because of Peroya. But anyhow, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I assume you're gonna probably say the same thing, no? I mean, Chuck, or or are you gonna say Olympiacos as the biggest shock of the three? That's a good question. And it's like, and, and and it's it's a great question even for the reason that we had so many events in in the last round, whether it was the uh, Moti's crew, you know, going instead for uh, you know even trying to to, to shoot a down uh, three, yeah. the poor kid went for a dunk. Now I love his energy and I love the way he played, but you know it's just like it's it's what I like to call tuition, you know, it's like it's your first year tuition. I only tuition. saw the highlights. Was there a timeout before that? Okay, now you're asking me too much. Uh, I, I didn't, I'll, I'll I didn't sleep keep, enough. You keep I didn't sleep enough. I'll, I'll look. You keep going on your thoughts. Sorry. Okay, so there was that. You had Virtus pulling off a major upset. With them, you know, being somewhat of a version of Cheska Moscow, it's now, like... Virtus what, lost at home. Virtus lost at home. I know. Come back against I know. And what I'm trying to say here, like my, uh, you know, my punchline here is like, usually what Emmett liked to... Uh, you know, I mean, I described it perfectly in recent years, but he said it and he wrote it about Chaska that they managed to snatch uh, defeat from the jaws of victory, <laughs> and and that is you know with with Virtus having so many guys that played for uh, you know key guys that played for for Chaska back in the day, you're like okay, it, it's like it, it's it's called for, it's asked for, and it, it is well due to use that uh, on Virtus. So that kind of got me. Okay, but then you had the comeback of uh, of of Valencia versus Olympiacos. Legit, way too many things happening, and it was raining buckets at the Fernando Buesa. And it's like no matter where you look, you had a good game. And um, I mean, wow, like legit, wow. You had the uh, the thriller with uh, uh, the game of Partizan and Panathinaikos. You had Madrid. Getting the win at Milan, which, you know, I mean, Milan losing at home like that at the beginning, somewhat worrying. And, and you know, you were talking about, you were asking me, will I break a sweat? Should Anadolu Efes kind of get into a losing streak? And I, and, and we both picked Anadolu to win. You, on the you, said like, you said like December. Like, yeah, that's December. right. I said like they can go three and like eight and I would be like, okay, maybe I'll have like, a, you know, Something, something, but nothing serious. And then they go on and lose the game that we expected them to win. And you're like, what in the damn hell is happening? Maybe this is just the world's way to correct himself itself after what happened in the past couple of years with COVID. I don't know. I'm legit trying to find an extra, a, a decent. Well, I mean, listen, did you, I mean, you did realize that Bunga and, and, uh, and uh, Harris were huge. And, and you know, Harris scored all 10 of his points in the fourth quarter. You know, these were their two two main signings, and uh, and so you're just starting to see a little bit more of Bayern. You, you know, this Bayern. You know, there. And actually, I totally forgot to do my other opening line was, uh, and then there were zero times two. Yeah, and by that you meant that now there's no one that is unbeaten, and no one went, no one undefeated. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So. Lot, I mean, loads of stories. Scoring record for best goal. No, there, there was no winless and there was no undefeated because we just both said the same thing, which is just goes to show that we're tired. So, yeah, as, as you were. 
Yeah, I mean, loads of stories everywhere. I mean, it's unbelievable. Great, great, great game day. Uh, great round of of action. You know, I mean, uh, you know, three impossible comebacks. Uh, you know, suspense. By the way, there was no timeout on that game. It was uh, um, uh, Kalinich got his three pointer shot blocked by Motley. And then Motley got the Motley got the ball back and drove it too. So there was no timeout. Um, okay, so uh, really, there was a there was a timeout before the possession. Uh, wait a minute, on it. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway. Rid riddle me this, okay? You see the last play with Motley. What is the uh, most like likely scenario to go through your mind? What happened with Nick Stauskas when he was playing in Basconia against Madrid? Where they scored and then he fouled immediately when they were over the limit, or was it the LeBron James and R.J. Smith in the NBA Finals? J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. Smith. Sorry, R.J. J.R. Yeah. It's it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, again, I, I, I was more thinking. I, I to be honest, I'll, I'll admit I don't I don't know the other play, but that's more on me than on you. Um, but I was I yeah I, you you had to kind of think like, but he actually scored a basket though, you know. So it's not because 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 um, Smith didn't go and score. Because he thought, isn't that what happened? Anyhow, but I was th I was thinking the same thing. But then I thought, well, he didn't score. He should have gone up to to try to score, because I think it was a tie game, right? What? Anyhow, anyhow, anyhow no, but yes, I was, thinking, I was, I was thinking about up, the so he took the, he took the and, yeah, yeah. But I was. sorry with RJ and Jar again. I'm calling fatigue here, but the thing is, you know, you hear coaches they keep preaching every time and to us it's it, it you know it becomes somewhat of a cliche of you know we need to be focused we need to be focused and it's like yeah we hear you we know you need to be focused but this is exactly why that that can't happen really i mean you know that everybody on the team really has to know we need three not two you know so i feel unfortunate for motley because he's an unbelievably talented player for sure um and um, but whatever you know, that'll, it is, that'll it is be, it is. yeah, it is what it is. So I mean, for the better word for it, I'll I'll be politically cor uh, correct here and say that Macabre got whooped in at the Fernando Buesa Arena. And here's the thing: you need to have two basic assumptions. Like you know, the methodology here goes three equals more than two. That's number one. The second thing here is. Choose your poison. And by choose your poison, you know, you know that Basconia are, uh, they are a shooting team. You know, there's, it, it can get any clearer than that. It's, it's not the first time that we see them going on shooting spree like this, especially from deep. Uh, and it was somewhat of a, you know, you want, you were watching the game and nothing really surprised you. It's like he could have anticipated each and everything that was that was happening as it was happening. And my question to you is, knowing the capabilities of Basconia under your beloved and highly appreciated coach Penaroya, why did we pick Maccabi for the win? Why did we pick them for the win and not going with the home team? Um, that is a good if question. You, if No, I'll I tell you exactly why. Because, because Howard was a injury question mark at least from the last game. And you saw that when he's not playing, not playing, you know, not playing at full health and the difference, if he does play full health, you know, he had I six mean, turnovers, but you know, I mean, the, the team had 16 turnovers, you know, but you know, he, he, 
you know that shooting ability just opens up so many other things and and uh and so yeah that's 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 really what and i thought that maccabi were playing well and and i think i probably um i probably thought that that the you know that the inside uh you know it wouldn't be that much of a difference um but yeah i just i you know, I I got I really I really 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 like this Basconia team. I mean, there's so many different ways that that I like this Basconia team. You know, you you mentioned uh you know Pierre Henry, you know you know takes takes one shot, um ha, and has eight assists. You know, it's it's basically consummate uh you know uh, um uh, point guard. You know, saying hey you know. I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not going to go get mine if I don't need it. The other guys are open and I'll just pass it along, you know? So, and I, man, I am so happy. I am so happy that more people get to watch Terry's Thompson. Man. Uh, I, I do get it. Uh, Darius Thompson is, uh, that, that's nice to see him doing as well as he does. I'll give you that. It is. And, you know, we had two Greek teams playing at home. We saw two Greek teams losing at home. And uh, we saw two Greek teams. Yeah, we saw both Greek teams getting upset at the last play. By Euro Cup teams. Actually, yeah. Well, not by Euro Cup teams, by teams that came from the Euro Cup. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on. That, that is a good that Yeah, is a good yeah, yeah. Of, course, of course, of course, of course, of course. So, I mean... I'm not worried if I'm Olympiacos, though. They should have killed that game. They have the experience. It's not like yeah. they changed the majority of the roster. They should have killed that game. It's like they were playing with fire, and they were like, I oh, know, we're Olympiacos. We'll be okay. And guess what? If you're not going to come and play the entire 40 minutes, you are bound to you know, drop a game here and there. And if you're aiming for a home court advantage in the playoffs, that might prove to be a bit fatal your you know home court advantage kind of dream or whatnot but Panathinaikos oh boy I mean has has the scent clock turned in in any way do you think for anyone I, I, I don't know I mean did any did anybody think Panathinaikos was going to be a, a playoff contender no I don't think anybody did you expect them to have the record they have right now in the standings. Um, for that, I'd have to look at the. I'd have to look at their schedule. Um, shocking that they're one in five. Probably not. With let's just take a look really quick. Um, so against Real Madrid, Svezda, Berlin, Monaco, Maccabi, Partizan. Yeah, I mean, I mean the the team they should have beaten, they beat. You know, Svezda. You know. Monaco, uh, Maccabi, you know, maybe Partizan, but, you know, I I wouldn't have expected many more victories, you know, may, maximum three in that schedule, you know. Yeah, but you see, like, if you look at Virtus, if it would have told them, you know, I would have expected three and they had one, you would have seen heads get beheaded. Uh, I don't think Virtus is going to change much yet. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying that the level of pressure would have been much different. So why is Virtus so different from Panathinaikos that we've gotten to, to use to see what they're doing throughout the years in recent years during the season? I'm not a uh, 
I'm Trick not a question. I'm, no, I'm I'm not a I'm not a redundant uh, believer, and and I I, I don't uh, I I wonder how long it'll take before he actually before they actually say this is not going to work. You, I mean, what do you what do you think about that coaching situation? Well, he just got bacon after the team said they didn't need him. And after I watched the team, I thought he to said myself, he didn't need him. He said he didn't want him, right? Or no, no I think he said that it. He's not really what they are he's, looking he's for. Not they, he's not what they really, what position they really. The profile want. of the player they're looking for, <laughs> yeah. and, and and if you if we're honest about it, they're still missing a four. So it's not like that he was that off, okay? But they brought him. They brought Bacon at the end of the day. And when I saw them playing without him, I'm like, okay, they need him, but they they still need the four. And now you have the the, the thing with Walters coming off of injury, and, and you're like, okay, something here. It's just like they're going to need time to be a decent team to some extent, okay? Because their budget went up, the level of the players that they that they have on the roster is better than what it was in, in previous years and previous versions of of Panathinaikos. And honestly, I do think that Coach Rodinich is is a decent coach. I'm like, I'm just with Panathinaikos. You need to they need a very specific coach to kind of let the say let the ship like to navigate it into uh, safe waters. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then you can go to all the coach Radonich, to uh, Dave Pasquale, coach Pasquale and, and others. But I'm not and saying that, that he's... that's the main difference between that's the main difference. And one of the main differences be, be, between Panathinaikos and Virtus. I mean, Scariola is, you know, they have patience with Scariola and, and, you know, they, you know they'll if they if they once they figure out if they need something else you know Shangeli has to play into into form um and 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 everything else they the 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 guys who were with the team last year also have to you know raise their level play at a at a, a at a year league level but that's um, not fair that's not fair because Virtus they are riding on the success of the of, of the previous year and the previous one before that and the previous one before that yeah, I, 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 I know. They, I mean, they don't have the luxury. Yeah, but they're not firing Scariola. I mean, no, but but that's my point. It's it's easier, it's easier to go through a bunch of losses when you're still sailing on the success. You're enjoying these the the fumes of the success of, of previous seasons, and they've they've experienced success. You cannot say that they haven't. I mean, yeah, different coaches, uh, um, different rosters. But they had somewhat, not somewhat, they had successful seasons. Unlike Panathinaikos in recent years, that you know, you cannot say that they they did something like that was out of the ordinary. Well, Panathinaikos hasn't done anything in a long time. Yeah, you know, since Coach Pasquale um, was relieved of his duties. What was the last championship they won even? They but I, with with Coach Cavas, they won the championship with Coach Cavas. So last year. They did. I'm just saying Euroleague-wise. Yeah, I, I know they haven't done anything Euroleague-wise in, in a while. But that's the thing. They won domestically, but it's like, again, I can't blame anyone there. It's just like, I'm legit, like, I'm I'm confused there. 
But Milan, it's like they're, you know, they're losing players and they're losing games and they're losing, they're losing period. They're losing period. They are right now in the standings. They are uh, the number 11 seed with 50% success rate, meaning they are three and three. By the way, the 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 thing that worries Panathinaikos fans the most probably is yet another home game lost, which puts them at a very alarming, uh, unsuccess rate, unsuccessful rate at home. They they haven't won at home yet. Nope. The only game they won was at was at Svezda. Yep. But as for Milan, I mean Milan, they played. Milan only played two games at home. They lost both. In both, they had like, uh, you know, they, they got 80 points from Alba and they got 83 from Madrid. They got smoked by Barcelona. And it's like, you know what, it's, is it like growing pains? Is it the dangerous? What on earth is it? Milan? Yeah. Uh, Milan, I I mean, that that's a, that's a very... Would you we would you be shocked if they finish around five hundred? I, I mean, do we do we know? I mean, five hundred would be close yes. to making the playoffs. Anyhow. Yes, I would be surprised if they'll finish around five hundred. This it, it means that they probably will be out of the playoffs. Yeah. Let me remind you that before what happened, like you know, not last year because last year. So you, I mean, this so this this team is this team riding on whether or not Pengos can do it. Ooh, that's a toughie. No, I mean, I listen. Mean, Nazmi Trelong like has yet to really kind of get into the rhythm, into right. the system. So one might claim that you know they're still waiting on him. The injury of Siobhan Shields does not help them whatsoever. Uh, but you know they brought in like big guns, and you're like, okay, Messina S teams, they have the tendency to like kind of take. Take from you the will to live sometimes during a game. And in, a, in a good way, of course, in a good way. And you have games where they can explode offensively. But at least for now, there's no Messina-esque uh, um, kind of aspects or, or kind of flavor to this team, which is kind of strange to me on the one hand. Uh, not alarming whatsoever because... It's just six games into the seasons, to, to the season, sorry. And we are looking at Milan as a team that is supposed to be like for the very minimum uh, uh, a playoff team, like one of the first six, six seeds, I, I would say. Uh, maybe even a top four, uh, if you I will. Mean, isn't, this it, a team, isn't this a team that if they don't play defense, they're not going to win? I mean, right? I mean, they yes, would, no, they're, but, they're but plus, they... they're plus minus, they're plus minus point differentials minus 10. I see what you're where you're going with this, but listen, they have the offensive tools. They have Voitman. They have, um, you know, they have Nick Melly, who I know hasn't been quite the same uh, in terms of the point production kind of thing since you know his glory days. Uh, but it's Nick Melly. He can do a whole bunch of stuff. You know, they're the fourth worst scoring team, fourth lowest. Sorry, fourth lowest scoring team. In the competition, so that's yeah. the worst. Bayern yeah. second worst, Virtus, and then uh, 
Virtus and then Milan. Virtus Milan. Hey man, that's going to be in the uh, what's that going to be in the uh, seven, in the 68, 65 to to seventy two region. I mean, you know right? what? I'm legit thinking of describing describing this game as a sight to see for, for like a sore eyes. You know, that's like four sore eyes. Oh, yeah, exactly. That is exactly. Yeah, I, mean, what they, I, did. I mean, they they scored eighty two eighty. They scored uh, better than seventy seven points once. That was the Bayern game. Yeah, you know, that's sad. But still, this is Milan we're talking about. You know, this is a a Torre Messina team that we're talking about. This is, it's not like you're just another ordinary team. So if we're looking at them, if they are looking at themselves, you know, as uh, uh, one of the top four seeds of the regular season, right, this year, then they should be alarmed. But if they just see themselves as yet another team that only needs to make it to the playoffs and, you know, will manage things from there, then, you know, by all means, all is good. But I don't think that this is like how the Retus are, you know, seeing themselves, which is why I'm saying with all the injuries, with everything that has to do with what they're going through, yes, I am a bit worried. Not too much. Not too much. Just a bit. Just a bit. Yes. So, I mean, Monaco, expected. Villarban beating Virtus at home, troubling to some extent. But nothing really, you know, nothing was really that surprising. Nothing was really out of the ordinary, I'd say. Um, but, you know, it's, again, we're aiming for a, a very short episode, I'd say, because of the fact there is a game in a few hours. So, hours, I mean, is there yeah. something, is there something in addition you want, you know, you want to talk about or do you just want to? I think we'll see Bayern quickly in the next like two three weeks start making a surge up with the two you know veteran germans with those two rookies that we've been talking about so i i, I think we'll see basconia stay up there um i think real madrid's just going to be you know you know it's not the superpower real madrid of the past but they have um, the tools to be the uh, to be that team. They have the they yeah, but they're there. aging and everything else like that. And uh, I mean, they're not. You know, I think I it seems to me that Musa is going to. I think they're going to need Musa to be creative a lot. Um, Dave Bertholomew Lehan, are you talking ageism right now? Uh, I got gray hair, man. I could do that. I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> No, they're eight. There's some I, of those I know, guys. I know your middle name is not Rafamilu. I'm, 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 so, I'm but and 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 teams to teams teams to watch over the next couple of weeks to see how how in my eyes, you know, how for real they are or not. Our parties on and 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 Valencia. Okay. By the way, what's your middle name? Lee. Lee. Yes. Dave Lee Hine. Are you talking to me about ageism? David Lee Hine. Um. No, I'm just kidding. I, I mean. Listen, but you can make the same argument for for Virtus. You know, Milos is not getting any younger. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not sold on this Virtus team at all either. I mean, they'll be better be, once Shangelia really kind of gets into the swing of things. Mm -hmm. But they'll need him to do that. You know, I like Baco. Um, you know, they do have some pieces. Um, and and I think, I think there was one pass. There was a hit ahead from Paola. And I and I thought that looked like Teodosic, you know. <laughs> um, 
obviously he, he you know Tate also doesn't doesn't sniff Paola's uh defense, but uh you know playing with playing with uh uh with uh Teodos is, is really you know doing doing a lot for for Paola, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so but I, yeah I mean they they'll you know Jatai has to get used to you know he was the Euro Cup MVP last year but it's also because he hasn't been playing Euroleague at all you know and so now he has to get up to the the level Bako has to get up to the level Shane Gali has to get healthy you know um so and they'll be they'll be fine long long and oh you know I mean with Scariola Scariola will win those will win that will win that team probably four or five games just from being him you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, I guess it's time. We have. Um, so how did we do last week? We did very good. I think I have to write this down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write mine down. I think we had like maybe a successful guess or two for you know from all the all the games, but this week. Well, we both missed Ifes, and we both missed Valencia, and we both missed Maccabi, and we both missed. Oh, we both missed Maccabi. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had we had a horrific. Week. I got Chagiris. I did. I think we both did. I don't know if you did. I don't remember, but I know I did because and and could be. What do we be. what do we do with Fenerbahce? Did we both play Fenerbahce? Or did we say Barcelona? Mm, it doesn't matter right now. All right, <laughs> next week. Yes, so, this week. Sorry, this week. This week. Today, we today have nine games over the span of three days, three nights of nonstop Euroleague action, and it all begins with. Oh yeah, you want me to say it? Don't you? Yeah, you. Um, I, I got the game to watch for uh for for Wednesday. Okay, so <laughs> it begins with Milan versus Virtus Bologna, and then we have tomorrow Fener Svesda, Madrid Anadolu Efes. Yes, this is yes. last year's finale, and we're getting it right now. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Then we have Olympiakos Pireus versus yes. Stock and Partizan Belgrade, Alba Berlin, Bayern Munich. Oh, we have we have a bunch of good games. Maccabi Barcelona, Villarban against uh, versus Jaguri. Sorry, and then on Friday, two more games. It's Panathinaikos Athens versus Basconia, Vitoria stays, and then we have Valencia and Monaco. So I'm I'm assuming you're picking. Uh, well, tonight's game to watch tonight. And so you only have to pick a game from Thursday and Friday and give me your picks, dude. Um, yeah, okay. So, of course, um, the game to watch tonight is Milan Virtus. Man, I tell you what, I'm, uh, Thursday is loaded. What am I doing Thursday? Thursday, I will be doing Alba Bayer. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I, the go- I, I like I the goal for the game of the week. Yes. Ah man. Like, listen, game. the go to the go to move should be Madrid versus another Lula Fest. Yeah. 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 And, but, and I mean, I was, even 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 Maccabi Barcelona super interesting. Yeah. But Olympiacos, you know, what kind of part? What can party partisan do? Um. But yeah, I mean, to, if we're if we're being honest, I I I, I would say Real Madrid and in uh, FS, and for and Friday, Valencia, Valencia and Monaco, for sure. Uh, all right, so my picks, um, I think, I think Virtus 
will win um, because I think, um, yeah, Virtus will win. Um, and then Fenerbahce is going to win Real Madrid and FS. Hmm. Real Madrid and FS. Um, let's do Real Madrid. And I'm going to say Olympiacos. I'm going to say Alba. I'm going to say Barcelona. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Asvel, Vasconia. Uh, I don't dare take Valencia yet. So there you go. Virtus, okay. Fenerbahce, Real Madrid, Olympiacos, Alba, Barcelona, Estel, Pascogna, and Monaco. Okay, so uh, obviously watching tonight's game, that's a no-brainer. Um, then I, I'm, I, I'll definitely be more than happy to uh, to recommend the Madrid and Adolo Efes game, but I am attending the Maccabi-Barcelona game, so I will catch that game later. Uh, and the Friday game is Monaco Valencia. You know, I mean, if you're not watching that, why? Uh, as for my because dicks, you're a I, fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no, it's not that. It's just like you know, or you're in it, or you're at, or you're at the kind of. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking that, like you know, yeah. Basconia should make a quick work out of it, and like you know, it'll be done. Uh, it will be ruthless and painless at the same time. All right, do your picks, man. Do your picks. It it can be, anyways. So. Um, I'm taking actually Milan. I'm going with the home rule. I'm taking Fener. I'm taking Madrid. I'm taking Olympiacos. Um, let me get back to you with Alba Bayern. I have a very strong vibe that Bayern will take. You know what, Bayern? I'm taking Maccabi. Yeah, I'm going with Bayern because um, I just have this vibe. Um, Maccabi. Uh, and the reason is as follows. They won the last five home games against Barcelona and I think seven out of the last ten encounters went with Maccabi. Plus, Maccabi got their asses whooped and handed to them uh, on, on a platinum platter in, in Basconi, so they have to react. Uh, Villarban, definitely a better home team than on the road. Uh, same, I think, can be said for Jalgiris, though they are a very tough nut to crack. I'm going Basconia, I'm going Monaco. And so you have so, oh yeah okay so until, I'm heavy on the home side heavy on heavy, the home side. heavy home hitter baby yeah like All six right. and three six and three and so we we diff, we we differ on Bayern and 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 Maccabi yeah so um do you do you really buy this argument do you really buy this argument that you know oh you know Maccabi's won like seven of the last nine or whatever you know like you know did you buy that i mean with so no, many no no players, no 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 obviously no i mean so many different does players that doesn't so mean different... Anything. i know i know but <laughs> maccabi are four and home at, maccabi are four and no at home this yeah, year that that you could say something about but you can't say oh yeah like they won seven of the last nine matches i'm not saying anything bad about you but it's like you know and i i understand you know you look you know you know Writers have to look for stats and everything else. So I, I know because I'm a writer as well. And so you're looking for stats and stuff like that. But like nowadays where the teams like change over two seasons, like an entirely different team. So anyway, okay. Of course. Of course. And they are completely different teams. Like in, at least Barcelona in terms of concept, Maccabi, legit new team. So Mr. Dave Hind, yet another great show. The short one in that this time has yes. come to an end. Uh, please let our lovely listeners, where can they find you? Easiest place is Twitter, and that is H-H-H-H-E-E-E-I-I-I-I-2-2. 
H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S, at High News. That's the easiest way. I haven't been very active recently on anything, but it's okay. I'm just an observer. Oh, no worries. We'll bring you next week as well. But in the meantime, you can also find Emmett at the various Bond Europe media, social media platforms, and Ari said the various your hoops social media platforms and at R Marcus. As for myself, at Moses B1 at I am Team Scott and at the EL Sweet 16 show on Twitter. Uh and you know, I mean, I guess it is time to say goodbye because it is time to say till next time. Great pass from Diamantidis. The lob is done. We go 40 minutes to a title. David Blue for three. On the line, David Blue. Aspinelas drives inside. Look for the alley oh! Corey Higgins just exploding. Euroleague Sweet 16, exactly what you need.